if you want to go down to the stream to get some fish, but you don't have a pole or a string or a smaller fish, we'll grab that darn axe and you'll be all set. You'll be eating fish. It's axe fishing. Hello and uh, welcome back to Axe Fishing Podcast Evolved, where three gents from the Midwest are playing our way through all of the Halo games in anticipation for Halo Infinite. I am your sacred icon, Dave. I am player one, Blaine. And I am your decrepit old alien in a floating wheelchair, Andrew. How's it going, guys? How did we... uh... So this week we played through Regret, uh, Sacred Icon, and Quarantine Zone. Uh, Quick thoughts before we dive in. Overall, first impressions. How to... How'd it go? How was the how was the plane? You guys actually did uh got to play these a little differently. Yeah, we uh we did something special. I lit some candles, um, put on some music. Some very quiet. Yeah. Nah, we actually uh sat in the dark and played <laughs> quietly so we didn't wake up at your son. <laughs> yep. Andrew came over, we played some co op, couch co op, the way Halo two was meant to be played. Mm-hmm. Six feet away from each other. Yep. Properly distanced. Yeah, and we actually had Dave on the phone so we could talk. <laughs> I was kind of jealous you guys got to play play yeah. co-op. It well, it is fun. Um I think I was reading something, I heard something that it's like watching a TV show with another person in the room, you're like way like 10 times more likely to actually like laugh out loud at stuff. And so, yeah, playing Halo, the the goofy things that happen in this game it was like we we laughed at just random stuff so much more than I normally yeah. would have. Oh, I noticed being on the phone with you guys because uh, I could half hear what was going on. You guys would like hold half conversations, and then suddenly you'd both just start giggling because something funny would happen in Halo. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. Uh, A lot of like, uh, it's, <laughs> like Master Chief is not meant to be seen from a third person perspective. So when you when you see Master Chief. You know, from from the co-op, and you're looking at another Master Chief holding a dumb alien weapon. You're like, God, he looks stupid. <laughs> the uh, sniper rifle, the Covenant sniper rifle. He doesn't even put it up to his face. He, it's like mid chest high, mm-hmm. and he just, you know, even if you're zooming in, there is no. I'm getting, you know, hunching up and trying to look through the scope. It's just no. He just eyeballs it. I don't see the issue with this. Shooting from his, <laughs> not shooting from the hip, shooting yeah. from the torso. Yep. <laughs> Shoot from the center chest. Yep. Uh, awesome. Well, yeah, sweet. Well, let's get uh, let's get into it. So yeah, first mission was regret, which uh, kind of almost like Delta Halo Halo Part Two, uh, which we talked about before. It's kind of cool how they kind of pair up missions and flow into it, but um. Yeah, this one starts, you're in a room, and there's a big uh, hologram of the Prophet Regret, and he's preaching, I guess. And Cortana asks you to kind of go back and, and listen to him, and she finds out uh, that the Prophet Regret is planning to activate Halo. And she kind of translates his, his covenant speak so Master Chief can hear, and, and yeah, that's that's what he intends to do. So you're already chasing this guy, uh, now you really know you got to get to them, and it's it's not great. So yeah, they're planning on firing off the the ring again. So yeah, you're fighting through it. Um, one of the first parts, which is pretty cool, is the anti gravity gondola, uh, mm-hmm. which I really I really like the the gondola rides. I think it's cool. Lots uh, of gondolas in this mission. There are several gondolas. Yeah, this is the first gondola. Yeah, <laughs> but. Yeah, I thought it was fun. I didn't. I remember the gondola being more difficult, but I didn't really <laughs> struggle with it. Uh, unless maybe I'm, I must have just misremembered it. But I, I, is that what you guys remembered, or not as much? Well, we kind of cheesed it a little bit on the gondolas. Uh, well, it might not have been the first gondola, but certainly on at one part where um, there was a, a weapons drop. Um, oh, yeah, they, that's the second one. Yep. Oh, yeah, yeah. Anyway, at one point, yeah the weapons drop came and there were two rocket launchers. Um, so we gave our, our Marine companions, the rocket launchers. 
because <laughs> they don't have ammo. <laughs> yeah. So I think there's supposed to be like banshees that like you know swarm around you, and you have to fight banshees. And then there's elites who have jetpacks, and they're trying to get onto your thing. Yeah, no, they just killed everything before we even. So it was stupid because like there's so you're riding the gondola, and then you see another gondola coming from the other side, and you pull up alongside of it, and then it stops, and you're supposed to have a firefight, and then it'll keep going. Well, we had already killed everything, so we just stopped and had to wait for like 20 <laughs> seconds, and then it was like, okay, yep, let's move on. <laughs> but yeah, it was pretty easy. I think the hardest part was killing the uh, the drones that come out of nowhere, just because yeah. I hate the drones. The drones are hard. They their their movement. I don't are are they like the um uh, the popcorn guys where the aim assist doesn't help? It feels like they are. That, that it does. Yeah, games, but that's what it feels like. I well, I, in general, I think that the aim assist in Halo Two is like w- way tuned down from uh, the original Halo. Oh yeah, that could be it too. I guess I don't feel like there's like a good way to headshot them though. I don't. I don't know. It it doesn't seem like you can actually kill them like you can kill a jackal, or if you shoot them where their head should be, they should just fall. It seems like they're a lot more durable, and I don't know why. Yeah, I thought so too. Plus, yeah, they they fly around and they're shooting you from every direction. And <laughs> the one you're like tracking, they like go behind something. So it's like, well, I was gonna shoot him. Now I gotta chase the other guy, and then he flies behind something. It's like, I don't know. They, I don't know if they do that on purpose. Like, if they know that they have your line of sight, they're gonna hide, or it's just random programming. But they are tough. Yeah. And, they, and they don't remember them being that difficult, but it could also just be the the difficulty level. Uh, I'm not sure, but yeah, that, I think that was the part I struggled with the most. I don't think I died on the gondolas, though. I could be misremembering. It's been over a week since I played this. Uh, I I died a lot to the jackal snipers that were in between gondolas. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! There are so many jackal snipers throughout this entire mission. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Which it kind of reminds me, like, maybe I remember this being one of the harder missions because there are so many. And mm. I, I feel like I remember the checkpoints being further between, so it's like, it. I don't know, they randomly pick you off instead of knowing that you're in Sniper Alley, you need to take out all the snipers. It's They just, they come out of nowhere and they just get you. Yeah. yeah. Except Sniper Alley, it's just Sniper Mission. <laughs> the whole right. thing. Even at the end. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, I was glad that we were playing co-op because I could just kind of run out, do the do the meat shield, and die, and then Blaine would figure out where the snipers were shooting me from. <laughs> Worked yeah. out. Yeah, and we didn't have to re- you know reload a checkpoint. There you go. I definitely did not have any Marines with me by the time I got to the second gondola. They did not make it. Um, but yeah, you go across the gondola, you go um, across like a lake, then you kind of go into another building fight your way through, and then you go down in a, um, I guess, an underwater gondola, which is pretty cool. Oh, yeah. Like, down the elevator. It felt very uh, uh, Phantom Menace when they're driving the fucking bongo through the planet core. I don't know. Yeah. That's true. I didn't even put that together, but yeah, you're right. Yeah, I didn't either. But, yeah, so you take that to... Just a loading screen. (laughs) Yeah, just a loading screen. They pop up in another building, fight your way through that. Uh, take the second gondola where, uh, like you guys mentioned, you're lucky enough that there was one of those random um, uh, ammo drops that <laughs> happens to hit the gondola, so that they kind of come with you. Um, I remembered that some of them weren't on it. I think there's one gun that doesn't land on the gondola that you actually want. So I actually like went to the gun, picked it up, like dropping a plasma pistol, brought it on the gondola, picked up a different gun so it would fall and then I did kept doing that until I got all of the human weapons <laughs> onto the gondola because I wanted everything. Jesus. I don't remember if this is difficult. I want the rocket launcher, I want the sniper rifle, I want the battle rifle. I wanted it all. Just hoarding it. <laughs> yeah, I definitely did that. Um but yeah then uh getting off the gondolas was a little difficult. Um but you go into another building and then there's a second um underwater trolley tram gondola thing um and i got really lucky here because you get 
two Marines, I think, right after your second gondola ride. I think they drop Marines with you. Um, or somehow I got two more guys. But mm-hmm. they, I don't know if they both started out with it or if I gave them shotguns. But we just ripped through this building. Because they had infinite shotgun ammo and it was close quarters after the second gondola. And these two guys just tore everything up. It was awesome. It wasn't as good, I'm sure, as rocket launcher marines. In close quarters, they were phenomenal. They got me to the final room uh, for, I guess, the, the boss battle with mm-hmm. regret. Yeah, we these were our, our buddies who had... Uh... The rocket launchers. I remember yep. there being uh, dudes with rocket launchers in in the last room, and they were not very effective. <laughs> no, they they have a certain dead zone that they don't shoot when enemies get close enough, and so a lot of times they're just standing there. And I'm pretty sure the one guy just suicided himself into the corner. Yeah, yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. They were really handy shooting down those banshees, though. I'll bet. Oh, I thought it was really nice. Yeah. So one of the nice things about um, playing in co-op is that um, we we could just kill each other and get and respawn with like uh, a plasma pistol and a sniper rifle. Mm-hmm. And oh. so it, and it was it was one of the uh, the Covenant sniper rifles, the beam rifle. So if if you were running low on beam rifle ammo, you just kill get you know have Blaine kill me, and then I'd respawn <laughs> with with more <laughs> ammo. <laughs> So there, yeah. there were a lot of like you know getting off the gondola super easy because I could we, we could just have a sniper rifle whenever we wanted it yep. at all times. <laughs> yeah, oh, God. yeah. No, the final fight it was for me being solo. It was one hundred percent John Wick. It was kill someone, you're out of ammo. Pick up his ammo. Kill a you know. Hopefully you get a sniper rifle because the last so you, you fight your way through all the stuff and then the final room there's the profit of regret. And there's just a ton of elites, just a lot of them with swords. There's also a ton of jackal snipers throughout this whole thing. Mm-hmm. And so my whole, I, I kept dying right at the beginning. I couldn't get out. And one of my shotgun marines was dead. And the other one would always die in like the next 10 seconds after I, my checkpoint. So I felt bad because it was load with them. Oh, sorry, buddy. Let's see if you can make it 15 seconds this time. Oh. <laughs> uh, but I had just enough sniper ammo to take out one sniper jackal. And so I'd kill him, randomly you know, pick up guns to fight my way to his sniper rifle, get that, shoot the next one. And that's how I made my way around the entire room. It took so long, and it was so hectic. Um, but it was fun, because it it's very, very John Wick, where you just keep moving. I could not, you can't stay, at least I couldn't stay in cover until I kind of cleared out a good portion uh, and then yeah they you finally get to the proper regret and you I don't I think you have to board him I don't think you can just shoot him uh, right. yeah and but that's that's pretty cool so you, you board his uh, is and you put in his wheelchair his little floating wheelchair and then you punch him in the face repeatedly <laughs> <laughs> so funny <laughs> Uh, it's really good. And then he, uh, you punch him, what, like three or four times? And then he teleports away, and then you gotta do that three times or something like that. Mm-hmm. And every time after he tele- teleports, there's another wave of uh, guards that come. And originally, or the first few, or I guess my initial plan was when I would go down, I would try and kill all the guards. Because the first time when I entered the room, I killed everything. And then I started attacking him. And then when he teleported, I was going to try and do that again. And I couldn't do it. I kept dying and I kept dying. And then finally, the time when I beat it, I just I jumped off. I went straight for him again, punched him a bunch. He teleported, went straight for him again, punched him a bunch. And that ended up working. And that's how I got, got through it. And you, you eventually do uh, punch him to death. You kill, kill the property regret. Yeah. It is funny. Like, yeah, you're supposed to be the super soldier, and really the only way to kill him, like, the the plot device is he has some sort of shield or something that prevents bullets. Yeah. So, yeah, you just resort to punching, yeah, the equivalent of a handicapped person in a wheelchair <laughs> in the face over and over again. 
it was frustrating because at that time too, I had an energy sword because I used a lot of energy swords in this room. Because well, mm-hmm. as soon as I would kill any elites with one, I'd pick the one up. Um, which is also frustrating because if you lunge at some of the elites, you don't kill them, and then they oh, just yeah. beat, beat you down. <laughs> and it's, oh, oh my gosh, it's frustrating. But I, yeah, I lunged at him with the sword, and it like I don't think it did anything. And then when you get up on him, it's like, well, just pull the sword out and be done with it. Right, stab him one one time, real good, and that's all you'd have to do. <laughs> yeah, but no. You just, just got to punch him in his face a bunch. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And then he makes the stupidest noise. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, you really are just punching an old man. And you feel bad. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah and then, then he slumps over his, his wheelchair. Yeah. You do kind of feel bad. He's a dick, though. Oh, yeah. But it's going to so, activate the halo. Yeah. This is a really fun one, though. I really, I, I remember enjoying it. And it, it was good. I like the the vast outdoors and the gondolas and then kind of the tight quarters underwater parts. It was, it was very challenging, but very enjoyable uh, at the same time. Yeah. And it's, you're playing as master chief and it's just a lot more fun playing as humans, I guess. I don't know. I, I, I think it's, it's down to the fact that like his levels are, I don't know. They're, they're outdoors during the day and they're, you're like there to blow shit up. <laughs> right. So they're they're more exciting than the, the elite ones. Yeah. Um yeah. But yeah, the way it ends, so you kill him and then um you get outside and a bunch of covenant ships show up. Or is it just one large covenant ship? It's a bunch. Yeah, a whole bunch. And then they start bombing the place and so you kinda you're running to get off the building and then you jump off the building as it explodes and you hit the water and the last thing you see is Master Chief is is sinking to the bottom of the lake and it's not looking super great. He's not really moving. Yeah. And, and then the the tentacle comes out. Oh yeah. And grabs a hold of him and you're introduced to the grave mind. Well not really the very first part of grave mind, I guess. That's true. Yeah, the little thing comes out, and then, yeah, it does say this is not your grave, but you are welcome. As the tentacles wrap around Master Chief and then drag you to the bottom, yeah. which is ominous and right. cool plot twist of like what's going on. Yeah, what text this thing? A big squid has got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's that is uh, regret. It's pretty fun, and then uh, just like for kind of the two missions. Club together, and then the next two missions, uh, you're back to playing the the Arbiter, and then mm-hmm. these two uh, kind of clump up together. As well. Not if clump is the right word. Lead into each other well. Connect well. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, so, Sacred Icon, back to good old Arby. Um, you, you start with a cutscene where all the brutes are stealing the armor from the elite honor guards. And basically the idea is the brutes are the the new chosen uh, I don't know bodyguards or protectors of the uh of the prophets. Yeah. Because they're bigger and better and and truth and mercy now prefer them over the elites. Does it ever explicitly say why that they just decide right now that this is going to happen? Yeah, isn't it because the isn't it because the property regret got murdered and the elites can't protect him anymore? Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I think I think it happens because the other ones I think are happening like overlap like at the same time, but I I'm pretty sure it's because. Not only did that elite let Halo blow up, but now a prophet has been killed on their watch, and so they're like, "Nope, nope, you guys are done. Let's get some new, some new bros in here." Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So yeah, the the, the problem with playing co-op is you miss a lot of the plot because <laughs> yeah. you are joking with your friend, and also the volumes <laughs> kind of turned down because the kid is sleeping in the next room. And right. We had we got lost so many times because yep. we had no idea where we were supposed to be going, and 
So I don't know. Kind of bear with me, Dave. You can fill in, you know, some of the blank spots. So there's a there's a long cut scene. Then um, Mercy and Truth are talking. They talk to the arbiter, arbiter, um, and they send him on a mission um, to go to the library, mm-hmm. um, pick up some books. Yeah, well, they had been talking to three four three guilty spark. And asking him questions, and everybody knows three four three guilty sparks. His whole deal is that he wants people to launch that halo. <laughs> um, so he's basically like reconfirming the the prophet's like belief that activating the halo will begin the great journey. Um, but you know he he's sort of obfuscated the fact that their great journey actually means that they're going to kill everybody yeah. in the galaxy. So he's up to his old shenanigans. Yeah. I don't know if he like, yeah, purposely makes it unclear that that's going to happen, but he just kind of goes, okay, yeah, that's what you guys want to do. Yeah. That's, that's what this does. It'll sure. You call it the great journey, I guess, whatever. We'll go with it. Like yeah. <laughs> call it what you want, but right. Yeah. But yeah, he isn't necessarily concerned with everything dying. He doesn't care about that. He just kind of wants it to happen. That's his purpose. Right. And I don't think he would die because he's no, a robot. Right. Yeah, because it talks about like his uh, organic life. They mentioned right. that in the first one, I think. Sure. So, uh, on to the mission. You get dropped off. Um, and... There's like a big robot uh, that you've never seen before, and a bigger sentinel that, what is it? it in the cutscene, it looks like it's going to do stuff, and then it gets shot down or it gets shot at from the dropship. Yeah, um, from uh, Tartar Sauce. Yeah, from Tartar mm-hmm. Sauce. He's flying one of the uh, the Phantoms. Yep. So you're, you're kind of introduced to, into a, a new enemy there, which is interesting. Um, but yeah, it... Uh, this entire mission is Andrew put it really adequately when we're playing, where it's it's the library, but you are you are the one kind of going into the random holes and catacombs and down into passages, so it's less long hallways and more uh, in and out of things, um, and they they kind of extend the level or I don't know the passage through the level is more vertical where you end up going down these these passageways um but yeah you're you're fighting both flood and sentinels the entire time mm-hmm. and there's blue sentinel beams uh yeah which are pretty cool i don't are they better i think so well they're they're similar to i mean i think later in the game you're introduced to like the red plasma rifles that are like the brute plasma rifles mm-hmm. um where i think they either they might do more damage, but heat up faster. Right. I don't know. I'm making stuff up now. So. That's that's kind of what I noticed. At the very least, they heat up faster. And I, I mean, it would make sense. Like, why have a different color if it doesn't do something different? Well, it I fires have... energy at twice the rate of the traditional oh. red one. So, okay. so there you go. There you go. Twice, twice the power. Well, there you have it. Mm-hmm. Yep. So yeah, you uh, you kind of. I don't know I, if it's worth describing or not, but yeah, you, you move through the mission, killing Flood and Sentinels. Yeah, you're introduced some, to some of the bigger ones. I don't know what are they? What are their names? Uh, in- enforcers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, which Andrew and I had no problem with. No, we were playing co-op, and I I ran up kind of close and just kited it around in a circle. <laughs> and I just threw grenades at it and, and shot it in the back. So it was right. pretty easy to kill these things. Was it harder on solo, Dave? Or Yeah, they weren't so they weren't super difficult, but they weren't easy either. Cause they because the whole time when you're trying to kill them, there's the other sentinels buzzing around. But you have yeah. to really focus on taking them out. And the shields last just long enough to be annoying. Mm. <laughs> um but I mean, you can you can get it down pretty quick. I'm trying to remember what I used on this. The Covenant weapons are infinitely better um, against all the Sentinels, especially in the human ones. The human weapons you don't want at all in this mission. Um, you want a shotgun? Well, 
But at the same time, the sword does just as good. Yeah, no, it's true. You want the shotgun. Other than that, though, like, oh, I got I got a really bad checkpoint like right at the start of this one. And the only thing I could have, I think it was like an SMG, and there's flood coming at me, and there's sentinels, and I just kept dying. I had to run through it. I had to, this is the first time I had to abandon my kill everything strategy, and I just had to book it for the first drop thing. Because <laughs> no, I, I guess there's no health in this, but I, uh, yeah, just a real bad checkpoint. No ammo. It was it was rough. But yeah, the the, uh, the big guys weren't bad. They were, I don't know, not awful. Would have been nice to have someone else. Yeah, I didn't even know that they shot anything. Like <laughs> we, like the first two we killed, and they did it didn't shoot any weapons at us. Right. They shoot oh. rockets at you. <laughs> yeah, they have both rockets and then like little red laser beamy looking things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, this level was I thought it was kind of cool um being able to, you know, it was less like going through, you know, like Blaine said the long hallways and then like waiting for an elevator to load the next long hallway. You actually were like kind of behind the scenes. It felt like you were like inside of like the halo and you could see like, "Oh, okay, all of these sentinels were made to protect the halo from the flood and now you're like in where all like the sentinels get deployed from and where it feels like you're in like a little factory that's being that that makes the sentinels in a way mm-hmm. yeah well there's a lot of if i guess in the levels there isn't a whole lot of verticality but it feels like there is because you're moving up and down the things mm-hmm. uh, it does feel it feels bad to compare it to the library but it is right it's this it's Halo 2's library, but it's right. so much better. Mm-hmm. It's actually enjoyable. Like it's it's not one of my favorites. I, I think I like other ones more, but it's not at all like the first library where I actively like don't <laughs> want to play it. Like I'd rather just go on to the next one. But no, this mm-hmm. this is good. I, I already I didn't remember liking it as much as I did. And I think it's because of that. I think I was like, oh, this is the library and you know, whatever, but it was it was a lot of fun. Definitely vast improvement over Halo One. Yeah. And I, I think that was probably their goal of making that, you know, this mission what it is too. It's it is the library again. And it's kind of the same idea of, yeah, you gotta go grab the uh the key or the uh index. Secret icons with the covenant calls it. Yeah. But so yeah. it's like, yeah, you, you kinda have to do that again. Um but they yeah, they, they definitely improved on it and um, yeah, introduce new enemies. The flood is more fun to fight, and uh, throughout the whole thing, you occasionally get more jackals and elites and grunts to fight with you. I didn't really notice them. No, I completely tried to shoot the first group of grunts as soon as we walked into the <laughs> the, the first room in the first area yeah, right at the beginning of the level. Yeah, I, uh, some of these some of these flood like whoop ass. It's crazy. Yeah. They just yeah. come. In, they just come in and, and like bitch slap you, and you die in one shot. It feels like <laughs> that's crazy. I definitely did not utilize my invisibility as much as I should have. But yeah, I also don't think it's as useful against the flood, just because they do swarm, and so it doesn't really help to get past a first group of them to get to the second one, because then you're just surrounded when they swarm you. So. Yeah, it was really only good for, like, oh, shit, I don't have any shields. Let me use my invisibility and then run away to get my shields back. Yeah, right. Yep, so uh, you kind of move through. Uh, there's another gondola ride, which is kind of funny. Like, you know, in the first game, there weren't any of those, and now they introduced a whole bunch. Um, and it's true to Halo fashion of just reusing assets from earlier missions <laughs> just rehashing it again but again those were probably more of the the hidden loading screens of yeah you you have to hit the button to make the gondola go and well okay you're moving slowly but it's loading the next area for you i could find the first button i mean it's obvious it's like it's right in the middle there's a panel and I was I was running around the bottom. I was looking on the edges. I ran around the thing. I was getting frustrated. And I looked over in dead center in the thing. There's a button to press. 
<laughs> oh, I don't know what's happening. I think I yeah. stayed up too late or something, but I was getting so mad. I was like, how do I start this stupid thing? Yeah, then you're kind of brought out to a more open area eventually. Yeah, um, you get to go outside. You're not in a building anymore. Right. Which is really nice. Um, so you're still fighting Sentinels uh, and the Flood, but you kind of go into this big area, I believe they're calling the Quarantine Zone. Um, and it looks like there's some elites that have set up a little temporary base, like a special operations base, um, and they're kind of doing their last stand against the, the Flood that are coming. Um, and so Andrew and I, I don't know, it was one of those things, there's probably a flood stuck behind a rock, and so we, like, ran around for a good couple minutes trying to find one more guy to shoot before it would give us the Oh cutscene. my god. No, it was, it was this little hidden, like, hole in the wall that we oh, had no idea that, that we needed to, yeah. <laughs> it was so stupid. And again, that's kind of a problem with the, the, the remastered version, it makes everything so much darker, it, it has a lot more contrast of lights and darks. Um, that if we, I don't know, to be funny, I was kind of switching back and forth, and there were times that I would just switch back to the original version to be like, okay, where did I die? Where's my corpse? And where can I find my weapons? Because in the remastered version, it's just completely black. And we joked about Master Chief having a flashlight. Well, it's like, that would be really useful right now. Like... How come? How come the arbiter doesn't have a flashlight? <laughs> he just turns invisible. But yeah, so there there were things like that, and I think probably in the original version it's pretty easy to see that tunnel, but in the remastered it's a dark hole against a dark wall. And eventually, yeah, Andrew wandered through it. And it's like, oh, okay, that's that's what we were supposed to do. Yeah. <laughs> uh. That must be nice to be able to just find your body after you die and pick up your guns. It is. <laughs> well, we'll get to that in a little bit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I guess that, that brings us to the final level uh, of the episode, Quarantine Zone. So again, you're, you're the Arbiter, and you you meet up with um, the the elite captain, who was with you when you went to get, root out those heretics? And he's he's still on your side now because now 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 you guys are friends, even though you know he didn't care for you to begin with. Um, but basically, he's like, "All right, brother, let's get our let's get that icon and murder any flood on the way." And everybody's like, "Fuck yeah!" Um, <laughs> So you you are in the snow. You're outside. You start running towards the. Um, I don't know how they know where they're supposed to go, but they're they're just like let's move forward. And you can hear over the comms. You can hear like human marines also getting to the um, the index or the sacred icon. So there's it feels like there's a little bit of a race against time because they're two different people uh, trying to move on the same location. Um, but you, you basically start out with, uh, you can jump in a, uh, a ghost or these, I don't know what they're called. I think they're called specters, but yeah, it's like, the, it's like the covenant version of a warthog. So you've got one guy driving and then you've got one person who can, who can work a plasma turret. And then you can have, I think two people riding on the sides. Yeah, that's just the most worthless vehicle. Oh, it sucks. It's so bad. Like, so, like, one of the nice things about it is that it can, like, strafe, you know, like a ghost can. Mm-hmm. You know, because warthogs can't go left and, you know, they can't strafe left and right. So, yeah. um, but that's where the nice part starts and ends. Because um, right. the, the, the turret is terrible. Um, and there's no reason to have two guys sitting side saddle on that thing because, right. I don't know. Because it blows up so easily. Almost immediately, yeah. Imagine in solos, it might as well not exist in, if you're not playing co-op. I mean, That's true, because you're given a ghost, and those things whip ass in this game. Right. And they do yeah. like, more damage, and they are just so much faster. Oh, yeah. I remember. I remembered how terrible those are. I was about to get into one, and then I was like, what is the point? I'm just going to take the ghost. <laughs> I, never, I never did drive it, but mm-hmm. yeah. 
<laughs> so what's so you you you're like you get in your vehicle and then you you go a little bit further and then all of a sudden you're getting shot at by other ghosts and stuff like that and it's like oh shit the flood are piloting ghosts and they look so ridiculous because they don't like sit in it like a normal person they're just like they're like standing up in the uh, in the the driver's seat and like got one hand on the wheel and like shaking a fist at you the whole time. Yeah, it's very Mad Max esque. Yeah. yeah. So so this is like the assault on the control room of Halo Two, um, because you you're you're in a vehicle from like minute one all the way up to the end. Um, you can, for some reason, there are warthogs and like you can get into if you really wanted to, mm-hmm. um, and then you can find a scorpion tank, yeah. which is like what the <laughs> so ridiculous. You're like, oh, you you forget that you're the elite because you're just in a scorpion the whole time, right? Um, which is also funny that the elite would just instantly know how to drive the tank and exactly it it flawlessly. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like when Master Chief flies a banshee in the first one. He just and a ghost. He yeah, just, but it, it's like he has like Cortana and I supposedly experience beforehand of like you know they've captured Covenant technology and tried to use it. So like he should be an expert by that point, I would think. <laughs> yeah, uh, I suppose that's true. Yeah. So when when Blaine and I played this, I drove the Scorpion and Blaine drove a Wraith tank. Yep. And we just wrecked shop the whole way through. Um, so it's it's really pretty fun. Legendary. We should have. Yeah, probably should have. Uh. <laughs> um, but so you 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 just kind of go through this dark, snowy wasteland, uh, shooting gallery style, blowing up all of these ghosts and warthogs, and because the flood control. Uh, various vehicles. So I think there's wraiths, there's sentinels, there's those big enforcer sentinels, there's warthogs, there's ghosts. There's just like a whole litany of things that a tank can blow up. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's very fun. Um, <laughs> but at one point, we were getting towards the end of where you have to hop out of your your tank. And for some reason, I don't know why. Why did I jump out of the? I jumped out of the vehicle. Oh, no, yeah. the scorpion blew up. Yeah, That's you got blown up. So then I respawned, and I had to... Now I was on the ground. Um, and I was trying to find my weapons. Uh, and Blaine just kept moving in his vehicle. But I was just like... Because we were playing on the remastered, and it's dark. Um, I was just like looking through the snow to find my weapons, and I couldn't find them. And then Blaine would die, and he'd respawn back by me. So then he'd have to find a vehicle and go out, and then he'd die. And, yeah, so I wasted probably a good 20, 30 <laughs> minutes of our life. It felt like that. It probably it, wasn't. Yeah, but It wasn't that long. But, yeah, no, they were definitely I'm like, oh, okay, I died. I'm just going to, Andrew's right behind me. Nope, I reappear. I'm like, I was just I was disoriented because it was so far back. Yeah, there were no enemies. No enemies. There's no vehicles. There's no nothing. It's just... Andrew bumbling around like, what What are we doing? What's going on? Yeah, I needed that shotgun. <laughs> and then, I don't know, did even, was there even like shotgun part? Yeah, there was. After the vehicles? Yeah, eventually. Yeah, there was. Like, one shotgun part. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, you get to the, you you basically get to an end point in where you have to like, get out of your vehicles. Um, but what's interesting is that like, there are human turrets and stuff all set up. So they've got like chain guns and the flood just come running out of this door and like get on the chain guns or whatever. So now this was, this fight was annoying because you have to, you have to shoot flood, but you don't have any, uh, any, uh, vehicles Mm -hmm. or we didn't have any vehicles. I'm sure that we probably could have, if we wanted to, but they've got chain guns and rocket launchers, I think. Um, And we're just just destroying us. Uh, so this is where it was nice again co-op because one guy could just sit back and then respawn on top of the other dude who would go in. Um, so it took us like two or three tries to finally uh, kill all of the chain gun dudes. And 
none of the, the weapons that you have are great against the flood when you're at the arbiter because um, plasma weapons suck yeah i found out so in the original halo the plasma pistol was actually pretty decent like you could consistently fire it enough and it would eventually bring them down it wasn't amazing but there were a lot of them and so i used that to kind of supplement the the shotgun for a little bit longer range but yeah in this there was one of the floods stuck on or he was on the machine gun but it can't turn a full 360 so i was kind of standing behind him and just shooting him and it took like 20 percent of the battery which is a lot of shots <laughs> from the plasma pistol to finally kill him like this is stupid like i could maybe punch him to death faster oh for sure yeah i had a i had a wraith uh, at the end there. But even that was difficult because yeah, there's all these chain guns and then rockets coming. Yeah, that's right. I died to the rockets a lot. I think yep. that's why I kept on dying too. Like I'd get close and then just blow the hell up and it's like, oh, okay, cool. Now I get to respawn a mile away. Because <laughs> Andrew's not progressing. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, no, the rockets were difficult. This, this whole mission was actually pretty challenging uh, by yourself. Um, just because there's so much stuff. There's a bunch of vehicles. There's the giant sentinels that are shooting at you. Then you think you're, you focus on those, obviously, and then a random flood throughout the mission, a random flood would walk out with a rocket launcher and shoot it at you and ruin your day. And you're like, oh my goodness, (laughs) what is happening? Um, So yeah, this one was kind of, it was, it was hard. But I really, really liked it. I, I don't remember. I didn't remember this one at all. What did uh, I say? I said the same thing, Andrew. Didn't I? Like, why yeah. didn't why didn't I love this mission? It's it's assault on the control room again. I mean, like the yeah. the cool outdoor part of the mission. Like, there's a lot going on. There's a lot of vehicles. It's wide open. Yeah, it even has the snow of assault on the control room. Right. I but, I wonder if it is because it's dark. Like. Assaulting in the troll room is a little bit brighter. Like, does making missions darker just make it them make them less fun? Like, is that a thing? I don't know. I, I feel like I didn't play uh, the Halo Two campaign uh, as much as I did the Halo One campaign. Right. That's probably true. But um, yeah, I don't know because it is it is basically the same premise, mm-hmm. um, but better. <laughs> because you're the arbiter. Um, <laughs> anyway, so uh, so you, once you, once you clear out that little uh, encampment, entrenchment, whatever you want to call it, of flood, uh, you get to another gondola. <laughs> this is this the back half of this game is real gondola heavy. It is. <laughs> <laughs> so so you. You get to the gondola, and that uh, your your elite commander buddy is is like, I'll tell you what, I'm gonna keep the flood off your back. You get to the you get to the sacred icon before the humans do, and he just like pops his sword out and runs away, like a badass. Yeah, like a badass for sure. Um, but your old buddy Tartar Sauce is like, don't worry, I've got, I'm in my my Phantom dropship. I'll uh, I'll provide cover fire, um, which I don't remember him ever shooting a gun <laughs> at like actually helping. Right, so, he was just kind of floating there. Yeah. So yep. So you you have to like ride this very long gondola gondola ride, and it's basically just fighting off waves of uh, flood. As they jump at you from the walls and the ceiling and all this stuff, um, so I think it's like two or three waves of flood. Um, meanwhile, Tartarus is like, "Do better." <laughs> so, um, the worst cheerleader ever. Yeah. So yeah, and that's pretty much it. So you get to the, you, you, as soon as you um, reach the top of wherever the gondola is supposed to go. Well, that was not pretty much it. This as solos sucked. Well, I yeah, I was glossing over how I mean because it wasn't that hard for Blaine and I. <laughs> right. The hardest yeah. part was like finding the all of the flood that jump on because sometimes like if the flood don't, I don't know, I don't know if they have eyes. 
if they don't know that you're there, they just stand still and don't do anything. So they don't right. show up on your motion tracker. Yep. So like if you don't trigger them to f- come find you, you have to find them. And it's kind of annoying because this gondola is huge. It is very big. Yeah. I, I didn't have that issue because I was constantly getting swarmed and it was very difficult. <laughs> well, and also my Marines or not Marines, I guess your elites. Um, Elites, you get a couple of elites. They were worthless. I had one at the at the very end. It was my last checkpoint, and he was standing in the corner. And I even made a point. I went and I got a shotgun. I went and I gave it to him because I wanted him to help out. And he just stood there. And then eventually they would get to him and swarm him, and he would die immediately. But he wouldn't move at all. And so I was like, oh, come on, buddy. He was the last one, and he wasn't helpful. Yeah, this would have been really nice co-op. Man, I had a really hard time on this. I knew that it was... I knew at least it had to be near the end. Because it's a pretty mm-hmm. long mission. But uh, this just kind of drug it out. Yeah, I, it is weird playing co-op that you hardly even recognize that there are allies around. Like, mm-hmm. you don't rely on them at all because it's you're relying on the other person to just actually do stuff and kill things yeah I, I normally don't even solos i normally don't like to rely on them but i so i played all three of these in one night again yep. uh, and i remembered the shotgun marines from regret and so when i had this one dude and there's all these flood and there's, i found a shotgun i was like oh yeah let's do this again man because they were so effective and oh man this guy was worthless i remember i died three times and when I would respawn, the first thing I would do is go get the shotgun, run over to him, give it to him. I tried it three times. I was like, nope, nope, nope. You're you're worthless. I'm keeping the shotgun. <laughs> oh, man, this was hard, though. <laughs> yep, yeah. pretty easy. Pretty easy, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so you get to the, you get to the top, uh, and. They're like, get the get the icon. It's right up here. So, because you, you've reached the center of the library, um, and I think you just kind of go through a doorway, and that's it. You get that's the end of the thing. So you get to a cutscene, um, and in the cutscene, you see um, Miranda Keys. For some reason, she jumped out of in the in, in amber clad and is like doing this stuff on her own. But like, so she's over by where the, the the index is and it's like floating out in the middle of nowhere so she's like grabbing onto this like I don't know rope or power cord or whatever the heck it is um, and like rappelling down to get this thing and she like has to reach out really far and she gets it and then as soon as she gets it all of a sudden the cord like snaps and she starts kind of like going into free fall but then she's Oh, it's, it's very, oh my gosh, it's very stressful. And then all of a sudden, it's st- she stops. Um, and you hear Sergeant Johnson was like, oh, your father never asked for help either. And you're like, ah, fuck yeah, Johnson. Um, <laughs> so, like, you know, they pull her up and they're like, cool. All right, we got it. Let's get out of here. Um, but then... Um, when they're calling for evac, nobody replies. So then Johnson's like, "Uh oh, something bad's gonna happen." Um, and then I believe Johnson sees the like invisible invisibility shimmer of the arbiter armor and starts like shooting at um, the arbiter. But the arbiter's like running away, scampering around, um, and so it's sort of this weird like chase scene of trying to get the arbiter. Um, and at one point, uh, the arbiter like grabs uh, Johnson and like shoves him up against the wall and starts growling at him. And Johnson just says, "How you doing?" <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. Um, and then so then the, the arbiter just like punches him and throws him out of the way. And then doesn't he headbutt him after that? I think he's choking him out, and Johnson goes, "How you doing?" And then I think he headbutts him. Oh, yeah, might be. Knocks him out. Yeah, that's right. Well, yeah, he headbutts him, knocking Johnson down. Yeah. Either way, it's 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 really I like the <laughs> Johnson's line, and the Arbor's like, "Yeah, you're done." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, and then 
Miranda Keys shoots at the Arbiter and chases him away. Runs up and tries to see if Johnson's okay. So then the uh, the Arbiter like comes out of the shadows and tries to kill Keys Miranda Keys. Um, but before he can, uh, she gets like pulled away. Uh, similar similar to um, Guilty Spark at the end of the uh, the Heretic missions. Um, and freaking Tartar Sauce, like, zooped her away with his hammer. Mm-hmm. Um, and now he's got, he's got Miranda Keys, and he's got the Index, and uh, he's like, great work, Arbiter. The Prophets are gonna be happy with this. Uh, but the Arbiter's like, um, the Icon, that's, that was what I was supposed to do. Uh, but Tartar is like, well, it's mine now. Screw you. <laughs> Yeah, and I think that is it. That's pretty much it. He says when the he says when the prophets learn of this, they'll take your head. And then Tar says, well, when they learn, and he kind of laughs. He says, "Fool, they ordered me to do it." And so you you kind of know the the prophet. It's not just Tartar Sauce that's turning on the Arbiter. The prophets ordered him to to do so. So there you go. Conspiracy confirmed. Oh man, this is the second betrayal. Oh, it all makes sense now. There it is, the second one. They're playing the long game. This is the the two betrayals. You're right. It is more like the two betrayals, and <laughs> that it's a dark snow level. <laughs> <laughs> so that's it. Yeah. F- final thoughts. Uh, co-op is fun. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'll bet. No, really though. I mean, we already kind of talked about it, but it it is fun being able to sit on the couch with the person and play. Yeah. Um, I think we said Halo Three has online co-op, or no? All of these have online co-op. Halo Three's got four-player co-op. Four-player. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So then we should all be able to play together, which I think we should do at least once. Most of it we should play separately, but yeah. Um, going forward, I don't know. I think it, it is a lot of fun, and you know, Dave was on chat, so you could kind of talk to him. But it it it's a fun little element to add in. Yeah, I would definitely like to. Maybe not. I mean, maybe some one of these ones, but definitely in Halo Three, it'd be fun to fun to the two. Because yeah, it's just a completely different way of playing, and it is right. really fun to do it. Even if you're not in the same room, but yeah, being in the same room to do it—that's part of what would you know, right? Re- really take it up a notch. That's why I was very jealous. Yeah, but, as you should have been. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, these were really good. I uh, really liked them. Yeah, Quarantine Zone. Man, it was a lot more fun than I I didn't really remember it. And it was a really, really fun level. I remember enjoying Regret. The library was better than, or Sacred Icon was better than I remembered. And Quarantine Zone was, was a really, really good time. Right. Yeah, they're they're kind of all remember or better how better than what I remember. Because yep. um, I don't know if you remember at the very start, I was like, oh, I remember these first couple missions and then I don't remember the rest. And, you know, it, it it's pretty good all the way through so far. Uh, I still think the weakest so far are the, the first two Arbiter missions. Yep. And that's so far, I guess. They just, they're really bland color-wise, and they don't set it up well enough, I think. It, you know, because you, yeah, it's you are the Arbiter, but you don't really understand what's going on. And then, oh, yeah, okay, I am actually playing as him. Because up until that point, there's it's just all a cutscene that you don't expect that you're going to play as an as an elite. But yeah, yeah. Well, I think yeah. too maybe in the first Halo two, in the first Arbiter missions, I mean they they let you know there's this heretic guy, but you don't. I guess because maybe you're just it's new being the Arbiter, and so maybe you don't buy into the whole like why it's important that there's this heretic dude as much. Right. The anniversary edition with the terminals, and you can watch the one scene where three four three guilty spark is kind of explaining it to him. I think that kind of helps. Yeah. Um, but yeah, definitely by the time when you get to these ones, uh, and maybe maybe it's like you said, maybe you just kind of accepted that you are the arbiter and that you you're just on past sooner. I don't know, but they are more they are more fun. The differences in gameplay are like non-existent between the Arbiter and Master Chief. So it, to me, it was like, well, why, why are you even? Why did they even make you play the Arbiter? 
<laughs> right? Like, yeah. The 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 only thing that the first two Arbiter missions do because they don't they don't contribute to. I mean, the the overall story all that much, right? You you go to a a, a flood research facility that you cut the cord on and it disappears. It's like not even a halo. Right. The only real reason you're there is so that the Arbiter starts to maybe think that the profits are full of shit and 343 Guilty Spark shows up. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. It, it really, yeah, it's two missions, two pretty long missions just to kind of say, hey, what the player already knows is that the profits are full of shit. And so now this elite has to figure it out. So yeah, it doesn't really advance the whole you know entire plot of Halo the game. It's more of getting this character up to speed to bring him into the fold. I don't know. Right, and he doesn't he doesn't even believe the heretics. Right. No. He he doesn't start to believe the heretics until. Well, so like the the one you know I I forgot we we left left out at the end of quarantine zone after Tartarus says like uh they sent me here to do this thing um he like hits the arbiter with his hammer and the the arbiter falls down in the pit the black hole that uh, the the index was floating in so like I think at that point maybe he figures out <laughs> that like oh the prophets are full <laughs> of shit. Right. So, like, it's kind of it's a weird choice to bring back three four three guilty spark because his halo blew up already. Right. And there there should be a monitor on every single halo, mm-hmm. which I think there is. Um, but right. we won't, you don't learn. You know, we'll learn more later in the but, next uh, scene. Yeah. So it's 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 just like a weird like they didn't right you, they didn't set it up very well of why you should care. To be this guy, mm-hmm. the gameplay differences are like non-existent. So you, you, the differences, you know, you get to go invisible versus a flashlight, and then to the the missions that he plays are just kind of like dull and irrelevant most of the time. So yeah, it's not until quarantine zone. It's amazing that they repeat kind of the same problem in Halo Five. They... Fucking, well, yeah, I hate the Halo worst. Five. But worse somehow. <laughs> we'll we'll get to that. Okay. We'll get talking about that for a long time. Oh yeah. I do I do feel like the Arbiter doesn't have as much beef to him as Master Chief does though. And I, I maybe that's just a feeling, but it feels like you die quicker as the Arbiter. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know why that is. Well, I have a theory. I have a theory. So maybe he is the exact same thing, but maybe his missions are actually harder and maybe there's more things coming at you which would actually make sense because it, I don't know if they thought this through, but if they did, it's brilliant. I just figured it out like two minutes ago. So Master Chief is super soldier, right? His job is to go into the shit and just murder everything, right? But he is, he is this, this guy and his job is to just keep doing that. And that's what he does. Now the Arbiter is one dude who's also supposed to do a similar thing, but the difference is the missions that he gets sent on, he's supposed to... I mean, not all of the Arbiters are supposed to die, but they all die because they're all suicide missions. And so maybe it's not that he actually is a less beefy boy, but maybe they did tick up the difficulty just a touch, or maybe there's more enemies or something. It feels like you die more, and that actually makes sense with who you're playing, right? The Arbiter, the whole point of this, the reason this elite is the Arbiter is to die, right? It's a death sentence. That's why yeah. he's doing it. They're going to get some, you know, extra juice out of him. Um, I don't know. You think I like maybe, the theory. Maybe, I like it. It makes sense, right? Yeah. I'm, I'm going with it. I'm thinking that the people, I think Bungie's geniuses, they thought of that. Sure. And, uh, yep. Totally playing it. <laughs> Either that or I'm a genius. So well, you decide which is more likely. You could be Chungus. That's right. Yeah, I'm I'm Chungus now. I'll be a Chungus. But yeah, so that was that was Regret, Sacred Icon, and Quarantine Zone. Yeah. Uh, it was a really it was a good time. I'm I enjoyed it. But yeah, so next week we're gonna try and play uh Gravemind, 
Uprising and High Charity. And boy, do I not remember these missions. <laughs> not but at all. No. But it's actually it's going to work out great because we're only going to have one more mission left called The Great Journey. And then we can do multiplayer. So we can actually talk about multiplayer pretty good on the last episode. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited for that. And thanks again for listening. We will see you next week. Bye-bye. Bye, Craig.